You are listening to The Magnetic Podcast with Milana Saranac, corporate lawyer turned six-figure online entrepreneur. Here, we talk all things soulful sales, launch strategies, mindset hacks, and behind-the-scenes secrets of building a magnetic online business that unlocks a life of freedom you don't need an escape from. Welcome to the show. there is a part three I was not sure if there would be a part three and I didn't actually plan on having a part three initially when I started recording episodes around the latest launch but this kind of one needed to be said and two you guys really asked for it I've had so many of you actually ask and really want to know about this because at the end of the last episode I mentioned that if you want to know let me know and you have let me know so here we are part three of the launch breakdown I hope that these launch breakdowns are super useful to you. I know they are useful to me when I listen to other people's launch breakdowns on their podcast because I learn so much and hopefully that is what's happening for you as well. If you're tuning into just part three, if you're new here, welcome. I freaking love you. And if you've missed the last two episodes, they are all about my latest launch and breaking down like what worked, what didn't work, the energy, the strategy, all the things. So part one was all about the big energetic shifts. Part two was about the strategy, what I did and what worked really well. And I really went into the numbers, the details, all the things. And part three is about what didn't work. And it's funny because I feel like this might be the most useful one when it comes to strategy because it's so important to know what didn't work strategically. And like, of course, caveat, this is very particular to me and my launch and the way that like my audience responds. So it might not be the case for you. But some of these things that I'm going to talk about today are going to be really helpful to you to think about when you are just creating your own launch strategy, just to like think them through. So I'm going to talk about what didn't work when it came to the challenge, like where there were things, there were certain things that I was like, oh, this could have like gone so much better when it came to hosting the free three-day challenge. And like what I would change about that next time. There were some things about my sales strategy that I preach all the freaking time that I completely failed to implement and that like totally cost sales, like I'm certain of it. I'm going to talk about what that is and also why the heck I failed to implement it. There was some messy tech stuff that was like going on in the back end mainly my fault, well, entirely my fault. (laughs) And like that just added unnecessary pressure on everyone to sort out and like me to try and sort out. And that was something that took up energy that didn't need to take energy. And just generally there were things that I've placed too much focus on that I like now realize that, oh, I would have been better served if I placed more focus on other areas. So I'm going to talk about some of these things with you today. The first kind of thing when it comes to the challenge, and this is what I've really noticed, and I did actually mention this in the last episode, is that when it came to sales flowing through the challenge, I noticed 
that the people who were buying and purchasing were the same people who either attended live on the like uh, Facebook lives. So the challenge was hosted inside a private Facebook group, which like, by the way, that was a tick that worked well. But I noticed that the people that were buying were the ones that attended live or the people that had watched the replay and kind of left a comment saying, hey, I'm watching the replay, so on and so forth, like that I had interacted with. And something that we were thinking to do for this challenge, but that we didn't do was to create some incentives for people to show up live and to actually show up to the challenge. So we bounced around all these ideas around like challenge prizes, participation prizes, all of these things. And I just didn't implement that. And to be fully like transparent with you guys, I just did not have the energy to do it. Launching trimester three, I feel like I could rename all these episodes, how to launch in trimester three. But launching in trimester three, it was fine because I love it and like it didn't sap my energy, but it's also like I had to control my energy. So it's not that it was energy draining, it was just that it required me being hyper aware of the energy reserves I had and how I was going to use them. And one of the things was like, I do not have the energy to monitor like how many people are showing up. I was like, how can I simplify, simplify, simplify? So I'm like, I don't have the mental capacity to think of challenge prizes. I can't offer like any one-on-ones as challenge prizes or any of those things. So the ultimate answer was like, we're not going to implement this. And to be like honest, it was like, I'm happy with that decision because it was based on the space and capacity that I had. But if I was going to go do it all over again and I was going to launch, not in trimester three, but just launch again, I would 100% implement some type of incentive to show up for the challenge because I know that when people show up, the conversion rates go up because they get to actually see and experience the content. And the people that did experience the content that did actually show up for the challenge and watch it just had the most incredible shifts, not even in terms of enrolling, but like people were like, I have watched a hundred challenges online and this is the most valuable thing that I've ever attended. Like that was some of the types of comments that were coming through. And that is so important to me because when it comes to the challenge, like free challenges, I feel like every business owner at some point has been burned. In fact, just a couple of weeks ago, maybe this was like a month or two now, I enrolled in someone's free challenge. It's like this bigger entrepreneur and there was this free challenge that they were doing and I was like, oh, I'm thinking about this program. This might be interesting. Let me join the challenge. And I was so freaking disappointed. I was just like, I'm sorry, but I cannot deal with like all of this fluff and like the annoying part was that the you know the promo was like no fluff all action and it was just fluff 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 like I just cannot deal with this so it's so important to me that that's not the case for my challenges right that people that enroll they're like this is the most valuable stuff I have ever been a part of. Thank you so much. Even if I don't enroll, I've still gotten something out of it. Like I want people to join. But again, we didn't have that strategy in place. 
didn't implement it and like in hindsight I'm like oh I do wish that I did or I had the capacity to do it and it's something that I would definitely change next time. The next thing that I would change and that I kind of well, that I definitely failed to implement. And it's funny because all these things are related to like the amount of energetic capacity I had at the time of my launch. So I think the like big, big caveat here is to like, it was a launch at the late stage of my pregnancy. So many of the things that I would generally do or recommend clients do, I pulled back on. And like, don't get me wrong, these are all okay. It's okay to manage your energy. It's just that I want to share some of them because I noticed how they resulted in certain results. One thing that I definitely failed to implement and that I usually preach from like the rooftops is a follow-up strategy. (laughs) If you're an ESA, if you're a client of mine, you know that I'm always going to ask you like, are you following up with people? What's your follow-up strategy? What does it look like? How are you following up? And I'm like on and on and on about follow-ups because it's so freaking powerful. Now there was no follow-up strategy implemented in this launch. And in particular, I'm talking about the follow-up strategy on the DMs. So there would be a lot of people. I was actually getting a lot of DMs at the time, which is a great problem to have. And I was struggling to manage my inbox because after a certain point, DMs get pushed down into my inbox and they don't show up as like unread. Like they, they just get lost in the abyss of Instagram. And so like I was missing so many DMs and people that had asked questions, I was just completely missing going back and following up with them. And like the launch was so successful that it's hard to say that, oh, well, like if I did more of that, it would have been different. Like I I feel like there would have probably been a few more people that might have joined if I did follow up. And like Again, it was totally fine that I didn't, but it's something that I would definitely be more on top of just because I I also deeply believe in the follow-up. I believe it's of service to follow people up and I generally would because it's aligned to me, to my values, to how I want to run my business. But this launch, I just didn't. And in fact, there were some people where like I even missed their questions in my DMs, which was like not something that would generally happen. And I was like, oh, I definitely need more support around this for the next launch to make sure that people are being supported. Now, emails were good because my OBM was monitoring emails and she was able to like be on top of it so much. And she was answering all the questions that she could and anything she couldn't, she would push to me and say like, flag as a task for me and say like, hey, this came through, what's your response? So I was catching all of that. But DMs, I was just like flying kind of by and it was quite messy. Just not a not a good experience, probably for the person on the other end, which is never like a great thing for me. So I would definitely be more on top of that, maybe have more of a strategy around that, maybe get some help around that, involve the team more, something like that. The other thing, and this one was like so kind of me, is there was a really like messy kind of tech situation happening on the back end because I decided to segment all three segments of my email list. So for this launch with different emails, so 
People that enrolled in the challenge got one email segment, people on my waitlist got another, and people on just a general list got another. That was really freaking messy because the timelines were different, like waitlisters had to enroll by a certain day, challenge takers, like they had, you know, special like challenge emails that were being sent to them because they had enrolled in the challenge that the general list obviously weren't getting. And it was just a like a mess and like hats off to my OBM. If you are listening in the back, I freaking love you because she was just like on top of it. She handled it. She was like, it's fine. Like I can segment this or whatever. But I remember over the weekend, I was like, yeah, I've got this like divine download for an email. And I actually had, oh my gosh, I actually had like the worst pregnancy insomnia one night where I was up from like 4am. So I was like writing emails, just like had nothing to do with myself. And I like went in and sent off like these emails and I just just stuffed up all of the segmenting and the tags and all the things and it wasn't a big deal in terms of like no one would have noticed no one else would have cared whatever like doubt that like it majorly impacted sales or anything like that at all it's just that it was an energy sap that's something that I would like simplify next time or get super clear on ahead of time and also just like not muck around not decide to send off random ad hoc emails at like 5 a.m and just leave a be famous last words next time like someone hold me to this and that was one of the areas that I would go like I need to take my energy off all the like little nitty gritty techie stuff and put my energy on the sales process which is generally what I'm really good at when it comes to launches, right? Like I do this and I feel like I do this really, really well. Like I'm quite good with delegating the stuff that's not in my zone of genius and focusing on what is and showing up in the right energy for the launch. But like sometimes I get sidetracked and I'm like, oh, it'd be so fun to like segment these three tags that I don't even know what the heck they mean. And like, let me just create this and like, let me add in this random font and things that are like, no, stay in your freaking lane. That kind of leads me into the last thing on things that I would place less focus on and where I'd place more focus on as with every launch. And I feel like this is honestly like what I would say for every freaking launch. And it's just something to practice and get better at. Like, I don't know if you ever really arrive at the destination, but just having more of a plan around the strategy, the tactics, not even the strategy and tactics, like that was all planned. Having more of a plan around the tech stuff and the implementation stuff. One of the things that I don't mind making a decision on is like doors open, doors close. I do like to do that intuitively and that's fine. But if I'm changing a lot of the timeline stuff, that then starts to impact like content when certain content is scheduled to go out. It starts to impact emails when certain sequences are supposed to happen. And then I have to like shift my energy back to that and figure that out so I can guide my team and say like, hey, make sure let's shift this, shift that, like so on and so forth. And that's just an energy drain. Creating space in my launch is one of the most important things for me. Space to just be, be me, show up as me, and to not feel frantic and rushed and 
definitely in the last couple of days after my launch when I made the decision that like this is when doors are closing and things clicked into place with all the like when the content was happening I could just relax like I could just relax and even the night the doors were closing which was like a Friday night I like did my content showed up on my stories like did my sales stuff and then I like literally logged off I was like hey I'm done I just know that this is perfect this is great I'm so excited I actually went out for dinner with my husband and we took Gabriel our like two-year-old with us (laughs) to like a dinner date with us that night and it was really like sweet we went out and we went to Italian and we ate spaghetti and we had ice cream and we walked around and we came home and I like checked my phone once when I came home I was like wow look at all these people enrolling so excited and like I went to bed right and we had a deadline funnel timer set up that just switched off the sales page automatically so no one had to do anything and that vibe that energy of like receiving was just such a great energy to be in and to end a launching those were the things that that were kind of like lessons for me, right? That I'm like, okay, here are some of the things that I would change. Those were some of the things that didn't work so well or kind of like just could be better. And I hope that listening to this gives you some insights and so it helps you for your own launches. So thank you for tuning in to all of these launch debriefs. I really had a lot of fun like actually recording these episodes and looking back and I hope that like not just that you took away stuff from this launch debrief but that it inspires you to do your own launch debriefs right if you don't debrief your launches this is a good time to think about debriefing on launches have the most fabulous day and I will catch you in the next episode Just real quick before you go, if you found value in today's episode, I would so appreciate it if you took a moment to just take a screenshot and tag me in your Instagram story at Milana Saranac. It really helps to get the message out there and it would mean the world to me. And until next time, remember, the biggest risk is living a safe life. It is time to play big. Your moment is now.